Hey everybody, this is AK, the podcast editor. Every now and then I get into these really great phone calls that I feel could be their own podcast episode uh, just because of the content and subject alone. So I want you to listen to part one of a phone call I had with Kevin called Fuck Paul Feig. Enjoy. Kevin Fong is wrong. 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 Okay, let's let's start it off with that. Let's start it off with that. Fuck Paul Pig. I hate that motherfucking director. He's a terrible director. Fuck Paul Feig. I hate him. Okay, but, okay, let's get back to the, to the shit show of okay, Ghostbusters. Okay, no, 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 no. I gotta tell, okay, okay, let me make this perfectly clear. Paul Feig ruined Ghostbusters by making them all female. Why the fuck did he do that? He's a fucking moron. Like, he destroyed Ghostbusters by doing that. Look. You could have made a co-ed, Paul. Okay? So is, it, is it that you it was female co-ed. or it was it the females that he picked? It was that for some fucking reason, he decided to make it all female. So, okay, but I think you're saying, you're saying that he ruined it. What I'm asking, was it was it because it was all female or was it the female that no. he Or it didn't matter who the females were. Yes, it was because he made it all female. Okay, yes, it was because he made it all female that ruined the movie. It would not matter which females he picked. Okay? And I will tell you why, okay? When you make a move like that with a very beloved franchise like Ghostbusters, okay, you are saying you know what the fuck you're doing. You're basically telling... Every fan of Ghostbusters, you know what the fuck you're doing. Well, okay, let me tell you something about it, okay? You see the special effects in that fucking stupid shitstorm? Okay? Do you see those stupid special effects? They were cartoonish. They were crap. It, like, it, it didn't look good. I mean, even compared to the original, it didn't look good. Okay, and this is like... You add on top of that, everyone knows it's CGI, that there's nothing, like, on the day of that he shot. Like, in the original Ghostbusters, you could kind of tell, like I said, when the library, when the, when the Dewey Decimal card flew up from the library in the beginning scene with Slimer, it, it was a person on the other side using a straw and blowing through, made those cause flip. So there was like a re there was some sort of realness to the special effects. The fucking special effects look crap, right? Am I wrong? Well okay, so first of all, everybody knows that it's CGI. Like the assumption at this point is that any anything that seems out of the ordinary, or hell even the stuff that seems ordinary, is gonna be like some sort of CGI extra thing. Like they don't even put real capes on on uh, superheroes no more. Even if they're standing still, they still don't put a cape on them. They still uh, uh, write some software and, and add a digital cape to, to everybody. Yeah. I mean, okay, so if you're going to complain about that, 
you, you also need to add in uh, the, the Henry Cavill mustache fiasco. And what? What was he? What was the mustache in? Yeah, yeah they, no, they, they CGI'd his mustache out, and it looked horrific. And what it was movie? Bad. Not, not Zach's Justice League, uh, Wheaton's Justice League. Wheaton's <laughs> Justice League was, was absolutely <laughs> So, I mean, here's the thing. If, if it was a choice between Josh Wheaton's Justice League and the all-female uh, uh, Ghostbusters, give me the Ghostbusters. At, at least that was a complete story that made sense. You you liked it? I mean, I was indifferent. I was like, this is entertaining. First of all, first of all, Ghostbusters, the whole, from the very beginning, was basically like a kid's movie. Like, it was always a kid's movie. So if you figure that out, like, how, how were you when the first Ghostbusters came out? And then, and then on top of that, right after the movies came out, they had a whole cartoon series. So that's how you know the whole thing was meant for kids. So here's what I'm saying. Like, when they make a, another Ghostbusters and it's all women, they make that movie for two grown-ass men. They make that movie for, like, kids. Okay. Now. Explain to the audience why the cast is all women. What was in the storyline, why is it all these women? I mean, it wasn't that, like, was, it was some of them were sort the of, like... Line, what was the point? In the storyline, what was the reasoning for it? In the actual movie, what was the reasoning for it? Well, okay, so the, the reasoning wasn't like, hey, we should be all be female Ghostbusters. Like, the whole point was that it happened to be, like, women who happened to fall into the same line of work as the original Ghostbusters. Like, that was the whole point. And also, just kind of to be, like not politically correct, but socially aware that where you have, like, a whole bunch of movies where men are the heroes, it's like, hey, little girls want to be scientists too, and so now you have a, a fun movie so that little teenage girls and, and 12-year-old girls and whatnot can be like, oh, this is a, a funny, science goofy movie where girls are scientists, and that looks like fun. And, and also, these movies are mainly set up to sell merchandise. And, and and other things. So now you can have a whole bunch of little girls who want to be Ghostbusters for Halloween. Cool. Hasbro or Mattel, whoever owns Ghostbusters, is now going to make their money off of that. So really, that's the whole point of the movie. It's not for two dudes that that, are, that were around in, like, you know, the 90s watching the cartoons on Saturday morning to feel good about, like, the remake now. It's to sell, it's to sell merch and for little girls who want to do cool things. That's who the movie's for. So, of course, you're not going to like it. And, of course, it's not for us. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, no, the difference between that... But there was no real reason that they had to be all women. Okay? That's not That's correct. That's the real reason is that it was a cash grab. No, the real reason is Paul Feig said so. Paul Feig said so. That is the only reason why we get a reboot of Ghostbusters 30 years later when every fan and their motherfucking mother is expecting and anticipating for the very first time to see something great on screen because it's been 30 fucking years since the original. We've been waiting for it, okay? It's all female. Because Paul Feig said so. 
He's a dictator. He's a dictator. He dictated that they all had to be female. And he wrote that into the story. And y'all all, every motherfucker fell for it because he said so. And it's like, it's like a kid who plays poker. And he goes, I win. And you're like, how do you win? I got a full house. And the kid's like, ah, I said so. I win. And Paul C. decided that that's what he wanted, an all-female cast. And that's what he got. He, and he just wrote it in the storyline. Meanwhile, did not serve the franchise of, uh, of Ghostbusters in any shape or form. So, because the box office was crap. No one really wanted to select it. Let me ask you this, and I'm, I'm, this is going to totally prove my point. Let's say it was all dudes, and let's say it was a completely different, um, uh, like they did, like a um, with uh, The Walking Dead. You know, like oh, hey, cool, like oh, you dealing with zombies over here? Oh, but like you know, over in like the south, but let's say over in uh, Texas, you know, you have a different situation. Like you know, they've got ghosts in Texas. And you have Ghostbusters in Texas and Austin, Texas, and they are they are different set of scientists who have a, a slightly different way of handling ghosts there, and that's the new Ghostbusters, and completely separate from what happened in New York, right? Now let's go a step further. Let's say uh, you, your favorite director wrote and directed and produced this film, okay? And I say this Ghostbusters was exactly what you want to, and it pulled on all the heartstrings that you would want this Ghostbusters to do, right? Cool. That, let's say that exists in the world. Are you going to go buy uh, a proto-pack from Toys R Us when it, comes, when it becomes released? Are you going to buy the comic books that go along with the movie re-release? Are you going to buy any action figures that go along with this new Ghostbusters? No, you're not, because you're a grown-ass man. All you're going to do is go to the movies, get your popcorn, get your soda, sit your ass in the seat, enjoy the movie, be like, hey, this movie was great, and then go home. And then that's it. That's the end of the month. Uh, that's the end of the, of the money oh collection God. process that they're going to get from you. And that's why oh you God. hate this movie. Because you're making that gorgeous. sound like it's a priority. Okay, you're making it sound like it's a priority that the reboot has to impress me. No. Okay? No. It does not have to impress me. The reboot that Paul sees did not have to impress me. It did not have to impress me, the original fan of the 1980s version. It does not have to impress me. It has to have sustainability for the franchise. It has to have characters that my, if I ever have kids, my kids would like. That's the priority, okay? Okay, and the, if I like it, that's the that's the side effect. That's the like that's the just like the side offering. If I like in it, in order for that to be true, you have to have to have the kids the right age when the movie came out for them to go see it. Let's say you have a kid right now, and let's say in ten years from now, right? Be like, hey, guess what I got? I got the Ghostbusters from, like, 2018 when it came out. You want to watch this? And they're going to be like, why would I want to watch that old-ass movie? 
So there, there goes your sustainability because I'm because think about it, you couldn't show a kid right now the original Ghostbusters movie from like 1989 or whenever it came out, and you think the kid now is going to be impressed by can you hear the Ghostbusters that came out from before? Hell no. The only person who like the the, the whole uh, argument for maintaining the franchise doesn't make any sense. What Nobody cares about the franchise except the people who saw it when it was Every franchise that exists right now in the world, I'm talking about all of Marvel, I'm talking about DC, I'm talking about Star Wars, I am talking about like, like fucking every, every franchise. I'm talking about Baywatch, okay? Every one of them, okay? came from the 70s and the 80s. All these, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, they are all comic books from the 70s. Okay, Disney and Hollywood are just fucking, like, building on top of a great foundation that was created in the 70s. So don't tell me about how you can't build on a 1980s comedy like Ghostbusters, which obviously has franchise possibilities. I mean, it, it did. Okay, Ghost, there was a Ghostbusters 1 and there was a Ghostbusters 2. All within the same kind of, like, all within the same kind of decade. It was all within, like, a couple of years apart. Now, what I mean, your, your, your problem with that is, is exactly what you said there. There wasn't enough Ghostbusters momentum in order for it to be like a regular franchise thing. Like it just didn't sense. I mean like how long between when it when the first three like how long between when the first three um Star Wars movies came out and then the next one came out? Or is it Batman? They've been putting out movies with Batman in it consistently for years. That's how you have a franchise. But they never did they never did Ghostbusters like treated Ghostbusters like a real ongoing franchise. They was like, oh, snap, you know what we forgot to do? Make more Ghostbusters movies. <clears throat> Let me blow, blow, blow this off the shelf and see if we can get this interest going again. Dude, the fact that they are rebooting it again and again shows that you're wrong. <laughs> only recently. That's they have been trying to make it They rebooted it. This is the second attempt now with Jason Reitman directing the son of Ivan Rutman directing. This is the second attempt at a reboot. I don't feel like this, this, this one isn't a reboot. The female Ghostbusters was so bad. I mean, maybe not the cast was bad, but yeah, the special effects and the whole reasoning for it was so bad. It took Bill Murray into a ghost. I mean, the, the whole thing was stupid. They have so many bad ideas in the female-led Ghostbusters. It would be just that. Okay. It's not just the fact that it's a female cast. Okay. We should have a female as a Ghostbuster. Okay. We should. But, okay, we shouldn't just stick all females in there for the hell of it. Because we want to be, like, politically correct. That's bullshit. That is fucking bullshit. Because the thing is, all right, 
these movies, you take, okay, for example, Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Could you imagine any other person playing her part in Pretty Woman? No! Because she was born to play that role. Okay. So, I, okay, I feel like that might be a I don't think she was born to play a prostitute. That might be, <laughs> might be a little extreme, sir. <laughs> I don't even think she would, I don't even think that she would agree with that statement. Like, you know, you were born to play a whore. Like, I don't think, I don't know about that. I think she probably did the, did the role well. Like, really well. And it's, and, and it's hard to imagine. Okay, 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 maybe not. Okay, it was her breakout role. It made her a giant superstar when it came out. And it's a shame that more, uh, it's a shame that no one wants to do romantic comedies anymore, okay? Because it's a great star vehicle to catapult your career. But no one wants to do them anymore. No one wants to do There's all kind of romantic comedies out now. Like there's, there's people that have romantic uh, comedies all the time. Not like serious actors are, are doing them anymore. Not, like, it's like a bunch of no, it's like a bunch of like no name, like, Fucking young talent. Like young yeah, that, actors. That, okay, but that was the same thing with Pretty Woman, though. Like, you didn't just say it skyrocketed her, her career. Okay, so, like, basically, she wasn't known. She did Pretty Woman. It was a rom-com. Then it, so it's the same thing. If you have, it's the same formula. Where but, you have okay, in, the 80s, in the 80s, you would have Richard Gere do, like, like, like romantic comedies. And he was, and Richard Gere is a very good actor. Like he's way better than uh, fucking who, who they just cast. That guy, I think his name is Tanner Buchanan, and uh, he's all that. The, they they try to reboot. He's all that. Uh, like the sequel to She's All That. I think the the actor's name is did Tanner you, Buchanan. Did you see yeah, I saw it. It was terrible. Ah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Come on, it was terrible. But the dude, dude, they're trying to cram all that stupid, like, Instagram live shit and make sure that you know it's 2021. Motherfucker. Yeah, other, otherwise, you, you know, no, it's not cramming it in because if you don't make it look like current, people will be like, is this a, is, when was this, when did this take place? Because none of this, none of this makes sense. Like, it wouldn't make but sense to make a movie okay, right now without a it referencing of, all of that. 